This Easter, I want to talk with you about why Christians believe that Easter changes everything. I want to talk with you about why Christians believe that that resurrection of Jesus literally changed everything. Now, you see, before Jesus came, if you wanted to be forgiven of every sin you'd ever committed, God the Father required that you take a perfect, innocent lamb and sacrifice that lamb on an altar. Because as you sacrifice that innocent lamb, kind of like this poor, innocent little guy, if you sacrifice that lamb, you were proving to God that you were sorry for your sins. You were giving up that lamb from your flock, which was valuable, to pay off your debt that you owed to God for your sins. And you were providing an example for others that the penalty for sin is so serious that it is death. Death. And you had to do that if you wanted to be right with God and he wanted God to bless your life. Because God is holy. And any kind of sin is a serious thing to holy God. So when you sacrificed your lamb, you were saying, God, Father, I confess I have sinned, accept this lamb as payment for my sins. I know that I am the one that deserves death for my sins, but if you will allow this lamb to take my place, please do. And then I will put to death my sinful ways, and I will live in a way that's acceptable and pleasing to you. Now, the Bible tells us that Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God. The Bible tells us that he came to earth to be the final lamb that would ever be sacrificed for our sins of the world. The Bible tells us that he came to be the final life given, the last blood shed for sins, that he came to earth to do away with the old way of paying for sins, and he came to earth to provide a new way to pay for sins. And so when Jesus came to earth, he came to die. He came to pay for the sins of the world with his blood, the lamb of God's blood. And he came to do that so that we might have a chance for a fresh start with God the Father. And he has the power to give fresh starts because he's not on the cross, amen? <laughs> he's not in some tomb somewhere because on this day that we call Easter today, Jesus Christ sat up and then he stood up and he walked out of the tomb as the risen Lamb of God. Folks, he's alive today, amen? amen. He is a risen Lamb of God. And so the truth is this, Easter changes everything because the Lamb of God, Jesus, lives and what happened on that very first Easter changes everything for you and for me and for every person in this world. Take a look at this scripture. Jesus, the living lamb, says it this way, I am the resurrection. In other words, I am the one who resurrected, and I am the one who can resurrect anyone. I am the resurrection, and I am the life. I am the life giver. The one who believes in me will live, look at this, even though they die. 
That's a promise from Jesus Christ, the living lamb, to each one of us. Yes, we're going to physically die, but he says, even though they die, they will live. You see, God the Father had the power to raise God the Son to life again. And now God the Son has the power to raise you to new life again, now and forever in heaven. Easter changes everything. Yes, Jesus did die to pay for your sins, but then he was raised to life again. So one day he could raise you to new life in heaven. His resurrection changes everything. The Bible says this, if Christ has not been raised from the dead, then we have nothing to preach and you have nothing to believe. If Christ has not been raised, then your faith is a a delusion and you are still lost in your sins. In other words, the resurrection of Jesus is the cornerstone of Christianity. The resurrection is the foundation of our Christian faith. If Jesus didn't rise from the dead, we've got nothing to believe. I've got nothing to preach. All the disciples, all the martyrs died in vain. The money spent on every church building around the globe has been wasted. Christianity has no value if the lamb who was slain to pay for the sins of the world didn't come to life again. And if that's true, if he didn't come to life again, there's no reason for you and me to be here today. But he did. And all of God's people said, amen. Amen. He did come to life again. And Paul, after seeing Jesus, after he saw him die, he saw him resurrected. Paul says, Christ has been raised from the dead. He is the first of a great harvest of all who have died. The lamb who was slain lives. He's not on the cross. He's not in the tomb. He's alive today. So what difference does that make to you and me? Why does that change everything for you and me? First of all, write this down if you want to take some notes this morning. Because the lamb lives, his purpose for coming is still possible. His whole purpose for coming was to pay for your sins, to provide a way for you to be forgiven, to provide a place for you to live in heaven. And because he lives, Jesus is still in that same business today. And what is his business? It's the business of giving life. Jesus tells us right here, I have come in order that you might have life, life in all of its fullness. So what is Jesus' business? He's in the life business. He's talking about raising you up to a life that's full and meaningful and, of course, eternal in heaven. The Bible says this, God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Jesus didn't come to hit us with a baseball bat. He didn't come to condemn us for all the times we failed. He came to save us. He came to not condemn you, but to change you. And Jesus, who was dead, had his life changed. He came alive. And you may be spiritually dead this morning, but Jesus can make you come alive. Now, note the word save in that scripture. He came to save us because that's what we needed. We needed to be saved. We didn't need just another good teacher. We needed somebody who could save us from our sins and the penalty for our sins, which we learned from the Old Testament, it's death. We needed somebody who was willing and worthy to pay the penalty for sin. 
We needed somebody who was holy and pure to take our place and pay for our sins. So Jesus took your place. Jesus paid your price. Jesus paid for your sins. And he says, my purpose hasn't changed. It's the same. I came to give you life. I came to save you from the penalty of every sin you've ever committed. So here's the question this Easter. Have you received the gift of life that Jesus came to give you? It's a free gift, not one that you can earn, but it's a gift that comes from Jesus, the risen lamb. Because the lamb lives, his purpose for coming is still possible. He came to give you the gift of life. But second, write this down. Because the lamb lives, his power for overcoming is still available. Now, everybody, I believe in life, wants more power. Amen? Amen. <laughs> Boy, we come up against things in life and we need more power. I mean, you got a boat? When you load it down, what do you want? More power. Amen? You got a sand rail? You can't make it to the top of that dune at Glamis? What do you want? More power. You got a motor home? You're going over the grapevine on the five and you can't go any faster than 20 miles an hour? What do you want? More power. Amen? You got a marathon to run? You hit about mile 12? What do you want? More power and lots more power. Everybody's looking for more power, but only Jesus has the kind of power that you really need. The Bible says this, I pray that you will begin to understand how incredibly great his power is, look at this, to do what? To help those who believe him. And this power, it's the same mighty power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Listen close, that same power that caused his heart to begin pumping again, that same power that caused his lungs to fill and expand and breathe again, that same power that caused him to sit up and stand up and live again is the same power that's available to you and me. The power that makes dead things live is available to you and me. Everybody say wow with me. Here we go. Wow. Most of the time, we don't appropriate that power because we just kind of get so close to Jesus. But I'm telling you, if you draw really close to Jesus and his word and you surrender your whole life to him, you'll find a power that's far beyond your own. You might be thinking, but what do I need that kind of power for? Well, do you ever feel powerless to overcome your situation? Maybe a situation that's caused you to feel stuck? Do you ever feel powerless to overcome an addiction? Have you ever felt powerless to overcome a strained relationship and you just can't seem to make it right? Have you ever felt powerless to overcome a bad habit, a wrong thought, a completely sinful direction? The truth is this, God's power is available to you. And then sometimes you simply need power to start over, to make a fresh start. And yet sometimes you feel kind of like Humpty Dumpty <laughs> who sat on a wall and you fell off that wall and so you summoned all the resources and power at your disposal. You summoned all the king's horses and all the king's men, but none of them could put you back together again. 
And so you begin to wonder, will I ever be able to really live again? Well, the truth is this. God has the power to mend you. He has the power to raise you to new life again. God raised the lamb back to life, and he can raise you to a new and a better life, not only in heaven forever, but for here and now. And then there's other times when you don't need power to start over. You just need some power to keep going. (laughs) You ever been there? (laughs) You just need some power to keep going. You need some staying power. Ever gotten halfway through a project and ran out of steam? Man, I have. Have you ever gotten halfway through a career and wondered, is is this all that there is? Have you ever gotten halfway through a marriage and you thought, is staying together even possible? Well, listen, God is a source of both starting power and staying power. So the question is this, are you today experiencing his power in your life? If not, you can Paul, one of Christ's followers, says it this way. I have the strength to face all conditions. So he's talking about all the conditions that happen to us in life. I have the strength to face all conditions by the power that Christ gives me. Folks, his power is available, and it's beyond any other power that you may have experienced in your life. And you don't have to struggle through life on your own power. You can have a power that's far beyond your own, that's real, that carries you, that sustains you through all of life. Because the Lamb lives, His purpose for coming is still possible. He can give you new life. Because the Lamb lives, His power for overcoming is still available. Staying power, starting over power, it's here for you. And then third, write this down. Because the Lamb lives, His promises for living are still reliable. You know what? Dead people can't keep promises. But the Lamb of God can because he's alive. Amen? Amen. (laughs) He can keep his promises. The Bible says this. He, Jesus, carries out and fulfills all of God's promises, no matter how many of them there are. Wow. And then the Scripture goes on and says, and one of these promises is this, and my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. That's a great promise, amen? Especially for tax season, amen? (laughs) And and he will meet all of your needs according to the riches, and you need some of Jesus' riches right now, amen? But he will get you through that. He promises no matter what it is, he will carry you through. So you should follow Jesus. You should commit your life to him and follow him because he promises to meet your daily needs as well as your greatest need. Jesus also promised you this. I tell you the truth. Whoever hears my words and believes in him, God the Father, who sent me, has eternal life. He will not be judged but has already passed from death to life. Right here in this promise, Jesus deals with man's most common problem, and that's death. The truth is, every one of us, we're all terminally ill. We're all going to die. Not one of us is going to live forever. 
And even though we know that we will die, we don't like to think about it, we don't like to talk about it because it scares us to death. But it's interesting, the very first words that Jesus spoke after he rose from the grave was, be not afraid. Jesus doesn't want us to be fearful. And those who invite Jesus Christ into their lives and trust in his promises don't need to fear anything, not even death itself, because the risen lamb will raise us up from death. Once again, Jesus says, whoever hears my words and believes in him who sent me has eternal life. He will not be judged, but has already passed from death to life. The moment you take your last breath, the moment you close your eyes, you will live, your spirit will live. And the Bible tells us clearly we're going to be living with Jesus, a new heaven and a new earth and a brand new body that's better than we ever dreamed. Jesus is saying, death is just a transfer for a Christian. Death is just a passing on from earthly life to eternal life. Just like the Disney shuttle passes you on from your car to the park, That's all that death is if you're a Christian. It's just a shuttle. It just shuttles you from your earthly home to your heavenly home. Amen? Amen. That's all that it really is. Death for a Christian is a transfer. I don't fear death because I know what happens after death. I live with Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen? So the question is, how do you come to that place to know that? It's very simple. The Bible says if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart, that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So that scripture says, first, you just need to confess that Jesus is the Lord. You need to believe in your heart that he is the risen Lord, that he rose from the dead. And then Jesus goes on and says, here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door of their heart, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. We'll we'll have fellowship, We'll, we'll have friendship, we'll be together. So the Bible's telling us it's very simple. You you confess and declare that Jesus is the Lord. You believe in your heart that he's the risen lamb of God. You receive Jesus into your life by opening the door of your heart and letting him in. Three things. You confess, you believe, and you receive. It's that simple. God the Father never wanted to make it hard to come into his family and live with him forever. But a Christian is not somebody who just goes to church. It's not somebody who just sits in church. Sitting in church won't make you a Christian, just like sitting in your garage won't make you a car. (laughs) Doesn't happen that way. A Christian is one who follows the words and the ways of Jesus. And you can decide to do those things today. Confess, believe, and receive. And if you do, the Lamb that lives will begin to change everything for you. Especially, He can make it possible for you to live again in heaven with him after you die. So I want to share some bottom line facts with you. Here's the deal today. Here it is. God created this planet. God placed you on this planet. God made you to fulfill a purpose on this planet. Fact, we've all made mistakes on this planet. Anybody want to say amen? Yeah, me. I have sinned. You have sinned. I need a Savior, and so do you. Fact, Jesus, the Lamb slain, is God the Son. Jesus took the punishment for what you've done. Jesus paid for your sins with his blood. Fact, 
Jesus rose from the dead. Jesus lives today. And Jesus can cause you to live for now and for eternity. And all of God's people said, amen. That's the truth. Those are the facts. We can prove it with scripture. We can prove it with science. You can say all you want to. Say, I'm just not sure about this stuff. It's a proven deal. But the question is this. How do I know for sure that all that's true? Is it just because my folks told me that or my pastor growing up told me that or the Bible tells me that? How do I know all of this true? It's very simple. It's because Jesus lives in my heart. Amen? I've experienced him. I've experienced for years now his love, his forgiveness, his grace, his peace, his voice speaking to mine heart, his comfort, his wisdom, his provision again and again and again when Shirley and I thought we'd, we'd never survive. His power, his grace, and his healing. That's how I know. That's how I know he lives. How about you? Do you know that he lives? You know, this past week, this is why I'm crying, I had a birthday. <laughs> And I turned 64. <laughs> now, I, I've always had a, a wonderful feeling about 6'4", those numbers. But I always wanted them in height. <laughs> <laughs> Not in age, you know. <laughs> Great numbers, but... And I've been a Christian for 57 of those 64 years. And I've spent... 41 of those 64 years in full-time ministry telling people about Jesus and heaven. And that's not counting college and high school when I was doing that as well. So listen, there's no way that I would have spent my whole life telling people about Jesus if I hadn't experienced something so real and so authentic I wouldn't have done it. I never would have become a pastor. I certainly wouldn't have stayed a pastor. <laughs> I certainly could have made a ton more money. And man, I would have had every weekend of my life off. <laughs> but Jesus did something so real in my life that I could not ignore it. And I couldn't spend my life doing anything else. And not once in my life have I desired to do anything else. Because the lamb that lives gave me real life. And I want others to know about that real life. And billions around the people have that life. And today, people around the world, billions, are celebrating him this Easter because they are celebrating the one that they've experienced in their lives. Not just a bunch of facts, but they've experienced him in their lives. So the question is this, this Easter, have you? Have you experienced the risen Lamb of God giving you the gift of new life in your heart? And if not, you can. Because the Lamb that lives, his purpose for coming is still possible He's still giving the gift of life today. We don't know when he's going to come. We don't know when he's going to return. But today, you have a chance. The lamb that lives, he has a power 
for overcoming that's still available. If you need starting over power, maybe you gave your life to Jesus as a young child, but you walked away. He has starting over power for you. Maybe times are tough for you, but he has staying power for you. And because the lamb lives, his promises for living are so reliable. You can count on him and his word. A new life now and forever can be yours by simply starting a relationship with Christ, the risen lamb. The Bible tells us this. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and will purify us from all unrighteousness. Easter changes everything because the living Lamb of God makes changing anything possible. And all of God's people said, amen. No matter what you're dealing with your life, no matter how stuck you may feel you are, he can change anything in your life. Why not open the door of your heart to him? If you've not yet done that, why not say yes to the Lamb that lives and let him change your life for the better? Or if you have before, but you've strayed away, you've gotten distant, you've rebelled against him, you've fallen back into sin, why don't make today the day that you reopen the door of your heart to him and say, Jesus, come in. Let today be the day, Easter 2018. Would you bow with me for prayer? And if you'd like to do that, If you want to invite Jesus Christ, the risen lamb, into your life, would you just pray this prayer after me in your heart? Silently and sincerely, would you just say something like this or just say yes? I confess that you are God. I believe that you lived, that you died on a cross to pay for my sins, that you came back to life, and that you cause all who follow you to live again in heaven after they die. So on this Easter, I open the door of my heart to you. And I receive you, Lord Jesus, into my heart. And best as I know how, I will start living for you. If you prayed that prayer this morning and you just want to confess that, would you just lift up your hand and say, Pastor, I prayed that prayer. Whether it was the first time or second time, amen, amen, all over this room, amen. The Bible says if we confess that he's our Lord, we are saved, we are forgiven. And I encourage you to not only raise your hand this morning, but I encourage you to tell somebody today spouse, friend, grandma, grandpa tell somebody that you invited Jesus into your life Father it thrills my heart that what we're talking about is more real than anything else on this earth so we place our trust in Jesus Christ our risen lamb Lord Jesus, we're going to leave this place and live for you like never before. As individuals in our home and in the places that we work, but also together as a church, 
We commit to live for you like never before. And we pray in Jesus' powerful name. And all of God's people said, Amen. Amen.